there. Welcome to another life-transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwit Achero. It's a great day that God has given unto us and I want us to continue from where we left. We have been looking at 2 Kings and chapter 9 and we have looked at the sight, we have looked at the soul and <clears throat> now we are looking at the separation. Uh, yesterday we talked about uh, different types of rooms because when you talk about separation, it talks about being plucked from, uh, from the crowd or you leave the crowd and the story is about Jehu and Jehu was commanded to go into a different space, a different room and yesterday we looked at uh, one of the rooms that bring separation in our lives and one of them is the inner room and I want to just pick up from there we prayed about the inner room which is a place of authenticity a place of disconnection a place of deep communion and a place of undisputed results now today I want us to go deeper and look at the second type of room I told you that I'll share with you different types of rooms that we have in the Bible that initiate our separation the second type of room is the inn, is the inn, that is I-double-N, the inn uh, is the second uh, type of room. This room will initiate separation, you know, in your life and it will bring you um, to a different space altogether. Now, the story that will help us understand this kind of room is in the book of Luke chapter 10 and we all know this story in Luke uh, it shares a story about a man uh, this man was clobbered by thieves I mean the guy was on his way uh, to his destination and then along the way um, <clears throat> excuse me uh, some guys pounced on him robbers pounced on him uh, stole from him and then they clobbered him and left him for dead and then the Bible says that a priest came through that same route and when he saw this guy <clears throat> instead of helping him uh, the guy just walked uh, continued walking and uh, in fact he just in like you know kept himself away from this guy who was bleeding and at the point of death and he continued with his journey he never helped him he never moved closer to see if the guy uh, needed you know help uh, maybe he concluded that the guy was dead and there was no point of helping him and so he just um, continued on his journey and he left that guy there unattended and then another guy also came through this same route and that is a Levite but he also ignored the guy he didn't even go to check if this guy was alive or if this guy needed attention and you see these first two people were considered to be close to God the priest was close to God and the Levite was close to God uh, I call them Christians or believers or pastors or leaders in the church uh, instead of helping um, this particular guy who was broken instead of helping this guy who was bleeding instead of checking to see that um, if this guy was alive so they may be able to help uh, they could not do so 
they just um, kept their distance, stayed away from this man, and continued on with their journey. And then another guy came, and that is a, a, a Samaritan. When he got to this place, he was also on his way uh, to his destination. We don't know where he was going, but I believe that he had something that he was going to do. But when this guy got to this place, the Bible says that he had compassion, you know, over this guy when he saw this guy. I mean, a Samaritan. Uh, you know, Samaritans were considered um, as pagans. They were not close to God. Um, and you remember the Samaritan woman uh, who reveals even how they used to worship when he was having a conversation with Jesus, that um, they used to go to the mountains, you know, to worship. And so they worshiped an unknown God, you know, in the mountains. And this guy who is, quote unquote, very far from God, not as close as the priest and the Levite, when he got to this place and he saw this guy, um, I mean, he stopped and he moved closer and checked on him. And uh, when he discovered that this guy needed medical attention, he decided to minister to him. Now, when you look at verse 34 of Luke chapter 10 to verse 35, this is what the Bible says. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds. Look at this guy pouring on oil and wine. And he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. Look at that. A guy who was just ordinary, when he realized that there is a wounded man by the roadside, he stopped and he decided to take care of him. The first thing he did was to bandage you know, his wounds because this guy was bleeding profusely. So he decided to bandage his wounds by pouring oil and wine. You know, he, he decided to, um, he decided to pour some, um, antiseptic on the wounds of this guy so that this guy will not get a lot of infection, you know, and then he set him on his own, you know, uh, mode of transport. If it was in our days, we could have said he put him in his own car, a bleeding man, took him and put him in his own car. I mean, this is a challenge. This is a really great challenge, you know, and then he brought him into uh, another room, the inn. If it was in our days, we could have said uh, a hotel or a, uh, or, or, or a lodging or, um, uh, or a guest house. And he took him in and then he took care of him. Look, this is a guy who was traveling. He decided to suspend, you know, um, his, his journey uh, for a day or two. So he may be able to minister to this guy. And then the follow, actually it was for one day. The following day he left, but he left money behind. You know, and gave to the innkeeper, the guy who was in this room, and he told him to take care of a guy that he had picked uh, by the roadside, brought him in, and he said, take care of this guy. When I come back, if he has spent more than what I've given you, I will still repay you. Amazing. I mean, when I was reading this story, it really challenged me, you know, that the people who are considered to be close to God, uh, are the ones who contributed, you know, to more injuries to this guy. You see, as they stayed away, I want you to understand something here that is very powerful. As the priest and the Levite stayed away, they inflicted more wounds on this guy. As the 
priest and the Levite, you know, disassociated themselves from this guy. I want you to know that they inflicted more emotional wounds. The man felt rejected. I'm sure if the guy was able to see, he expected better treatment from the priest. He expected um, from the priest and from the Levite. He expected them to do better. But by them just staying away from him, I'm sure it hurt him more. These are the same guys he's been seeing in church, you know, maybe teaching about love, teaching about compassion, teaching about, you know, taking care of those who are injured and those who are broken. And when they were confronted with a real life situation, instead of putting into practice what they have been teaching and what they have been studying from the, uh, from the scriptures, I mean, they, they did exactly opposite. I'm sure this wounded the guy as much as he was um, as much as he was bleeding, as much as he was experiencing excruciating pain on his body. There is another pain that I know this guy went through, and that is emotional pain. By seeing the people that he expected to stand with him, by seeing the people that he expected to support him, by seeing the people that he expected, you know, to come and bind his wounds, you know, try and treat him and trying to help him, trying to stop the bleeding that he was experiencing at that particular moment. The very, very people that he had expectations, you know, uh, where, the very, very people that he placed his expectations on are the very, very people who, you know, rejected him. Can you imagine the pain that he felt? Can you imagine the disappointment that he felt? Can you imagine the emotional pain that this guy felt being by the roadside and the people that he thought were going to help him? Those were the very, very people who inflicted more pain to him. They rejected him and they left him to die. How can you feel? How will you feel when you have people that you expected to help you leave you for dead what will you feel what kind of feeling will you have what kind of emotions will rush through your system you know when you're in a situation when you're in pain when you're going through a difficult moment and the people you thought are supposed to help you the people you thought are supposed to stand with you the people you expect to stand with you are the very very people who turn their backs on you i mean it will it will hurt you it will hurt you. I can't imagine the kind of emotion you will go through. I can't imagine the kind of thoughts that will rush will be rushing through your mind. It will be very hurting. It will be it, it will really break your heart. The very people that he expected that will stand with me, it will stand with him rather, are the very, very people who you know kept kept their distance. They stayed away from him. Ladies and gentlemen, don't you realize that this is the picture? of what is happening even in the church today. This is a picture of what is happening you know, in our lives today that some of the people you expect will stand with you are the very, very people who turn their backs on you. When you're going through stuff, when you're going through a difficulty, when you're going through pain, when you're going through um, uh, a very tough time in your life, when you're first you know, with a lot of you know, challenges in your life, the very people, your friends, you know, the people who surround you, the people who speak well of you, the people who say, you know, I will be with you, I will stand with you, I've got your back, you can count on me, you can call me anytime. The very, very people that you thought will be able to stand with you are the very, very people who turn their backs on you. And when this happens, and I'm not, I know some of you have gone through, you know, this experience, and when this happens, let me tell you, it hurts you. 
it hurts more than you know more than the situation or more than the circumstance that has hurt you it hurts you more than what you know you are actually going through at that particular moment it hurts deeper the wounds are deeper because you banked on these people to help you at the hour of need but they turned their backs on you but i thank god for this samaritan woman this Samaritan woman, sorry, this Samaritan man or this good Samaritan. Let me rephrase that. This good Samaritan, I thank God for this good Samaritan. We don't know his name, but he's a good Samaritan. He decided to take care of this man. And he took this man where? He took him to the inn. Now, the inn represents a place where you get your healing. The inn represents a place where, you know, uh, your wounds your, your wounds are treated, your hearts are treated. The inn represents, you know, a place where you recover from your setbacks, you recover from your wounds. The inn represents a place where you are able to bounce back. You see, this man was battered, this man was broken, this man was left for dead, but thank God for the good Samaritan, he took him into the inn and he nursed him back, <coughs> back to life. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Do you realize, ladies and gentlemen, that people are hurting? We are surrounded by people who are hurting, people who are broken, people who are on the verge of giving up. We are surrounded by people who are bleeding. They might not tell you what they are going through. They might not tell you what they are being faced with. They might not tell you, you know, what is going on in their lives. But let me tell you, we are surrounded with people who are laughing with us during the day, but at night they are crying. We are surrounded with people. When we are around them, they look fine. They behave fine. They talk fine. But let me tell you, when the crowds leave, they are broken. They are battered. They are crying. They are surrounded with shame. They are on the verge of giving up. They are contemplating suicide. They want to do some crazy stuff. But we will never know. We are surrounded with broken people. And some of the causes of their pain, I just mentioned them quickly here before we get into a moment of prayer. Some of them is past experiences, the things that they have gone through in life. They have gone through very painful experiences. Some of them have lost their jobs. They have lost monies. You know, they have lost their businesses. They have gone through a very difficult time in their lives. And they are all around us. And you might never know what they are going through. They are hurting you know, they are bleeding inside because of their past experiences. Some of them is because of their upbringing, the way they were raised. You know, it was not, uh, it was not in a good way. The way they were raised back at home. I mean, they did not understand what love is. They did not understand, you know, what friendship is. They did not understand what family is all about. They come from a dysfunctional family. They come from brokenness. That is their background. That is their upbringing. Abuse, you know, being taken advantage of, uh, being molested. We are surrounded with people who are hurting because of their upbringing. They don't understand a father's love. They don't understand a mother's love. They don't understand uh, love from their siblings. They don't understand love, uh, you know, in, in its real, real sense. And so they are all around us and they are hurting. They are by the roadside and they are broken. You know, they are crying for help. They are crying for God to help them. They are crying for people to help them. They are crying for people to stand with them. And sadly, I want you to know that 
Nobody takes notice. Nobody cares. Nobody, you know, moves closer to stand with them, to support them. They are all around us. We work with them. You know, we worship with them. We serve with them. But they are broken and they are hurting and they are all around us. Some of, them, some of them are bleeding because of the people, you know, the people that they have hooked up with. These people have hurt them. It can be their friends, you know, it can be their colleagues at the place of work. They have been betrayed. They have been lied to. They have been hurt. People hurt people. I want you to know that. Let me say that again. People hurt people. And we have people all around us who have been hurt by other people. The words that these people have spoken over their lives, the things that these people have done, we are surrounded with people who are hurt by other people. No wonder some of them are not easy to trust. Some of them are not easy to trust you. Some of them are not easy to trust what you tell them because they have been hurt before severally with people because of the words that they were, um, the words that were spoken over their lives. And so they walk around, they smile, you know, they, are okay. they look okay, but let me tell you, they are nursing wounds. They are carrying wounds inside of them because of the people who betrayed them. I want you to understand that people hurt people and people have been hurt with people, people that they trusted, people that they brought closer, you know, to, 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 to their hearts. People that they decided that they are going to be friends with. People that they decided they are going to be, you know, they're going to forge a very strong, like, coalition. It can be an investment plug, a club, rather. It can be an investment club. It can be a chama. It can be whatever. I mean, they trusted them. They trusted them with their monies. They trusted them, you know, with their time. They trusted them even with their families. They trusted them even, you know, uh, with their spouses. But they hurt them. And so we are surrounded also with bleeding people who are hurt because of words that were spoken over their lives or because of the things that were done, you know, to them. Let me tell you, I want you to know that people are hurting, people are broken, people are bleeding. And if you sit down with some of them, they will tell you, this wound was caused by so-and-so. The, the pain I'm feeling was caused by so-and-so. The brokenness that I'm going through right now was caused by so-and-so. Me not trusting easily was caused by an experience that I went through. Somebody betrayed me. Somebody that I really trusted, a friend of mine. I invited them into my life. I invited them into my heart. I invited them into my space. I opened up to this friend of mine, but he turned around and stabbed me in the back. People hurt people, and there are people who are listening to me right now who are bleeding because of the people that hurt them. Another cause, it can be romantic relationships, and this is big. There are people who are bleeding because they entered into a love relationship with someone, but it did not work, and they have not recovered from it yet. Because, you see, love is a very powerful thing. Love is a gift. Love gives you a wonderful feeling. Loves, love, you know, makes you vulnerable. Loves, love make, makes you drop your guard. You know, when you're in love with someone, you drop your guard. When you're in love with someone, you know, you invite them. You invite them to the inner chamber of your heart. When you love someone, you invite them, you know, to the sacred area of your life. <coughs> Excuse me. When you love somebody, I'm telling you, you let that somebody have, you know, your precious, your precious items. You know, you, you, you allow that person to have the precious part of you. You are open with that person. You release yourself to that person. You know, you give them your mind, you give them your heart, you give them your soul, you give them your emotions. And ultimately, you even give them your body. 
you know and so love is a powerful thing but also love is a very dangerous thing it is the greatest cause of the hurt and the wounds that people have gone through. A lot of people have been hurt because of love. A lot of people are bleeding because of love. A lot of people have regrets because of love. A lot of people are by the roadside, bleeding, you know, wounded because of love. Somebody came and told them, I love you. Somebody came and told them, you are my all, you are my world, you are my everything. Somebody came and told them, I want to enter into a vibrant love relationship with you. And they gave in and they started their relationship. Then along the way, robbers came and interfered with the relationship. Along the way, robbers came and tore the relationship into pieces. And so we are, we, we, we are on this road to destiny that is full of casualties of love. Their hearts are broken. Their minds are messed up. You know, something that was supposed to be beautiful, some, something that was supposed to bring beauty, you know, something that was supposed to bring companionship, genuine companionship in their lives has become poison in their lives and they don't want to hear anything about love. Their hearts are broken. Their hearts are shattered. Their hearts are scattered. They, they are, they are an, an emotional wreck. I mean, they don't want anything to do with love. They cannot love again because they are now confused because they don't understand what love is all about. We have all these people all around us and they're broken and they're hurting. You know, they are on the roadside. They are bleeding to death and we must be able to take notice of these people. We carry them and take them into the inn so that they can be able to recuperate. We have to recognize these people who are all around us bleeding and almost on the verge of dying, dying emotionally, dying spiritually. And we have to take them to the inn so that we may be able to nurse them back to life. Maybe you're asking, Pastor, where are you going with this? I am talking to somebody here who is broken. I am talking to somebody here who is hurting. You are listening to me and you are hearing me right now. I am talking to you right now. You are by the roadside. You are broken. People have hurt you. You are broken. People have wounded you. People have betrayed you. You have gone through a painful experience in your life. You are broken inside. During the day you are laughing, but at night you are crying. I am talking to you this morning. You are bleeding because of love. You are bleeding because of a past relationship. You are bleeding because of an experience that you went through that was not palatable. It has left you broken. It has plunged you into misery and depression. You are crying every now and then. You are weeping every now and then. You are discouraged. You are depressed, but you are covering it up. I am speaking to you today. There is healing for you. There is restoration to you. God wants to separate you and take you you know, into a place that he will bring healing to you in the name of Jesus. God wants to heal you. God wants to heal your wounds. God wants to heal your brokenness. God wants to restore you to wholeness. He wants to separate you. He wants to separate you. He wants to take you to a place where you can be able to receive healing in the name of Jesus. But the problem is many of us, even in our state, we don't want to let go of our pain. We don't want to let go of our wounds. Can you imagine if this good Samaritan went to this guy and, um, and, 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 and tried to help him and the guy could have said, leave me alone. 
Leave me alone. I will deal with my own wounds. Leave me alone. I will stop the bleeding. Leave me alone. I will deal, you know, with my situation. He could have died in that particular place. And that is how many of us behave. We don't want to be helped. We don't want somebody to stand with us. We don't want somebody to support us. You know, you don't want to reach out for help. You don't want to go to a place where you can get healing. Look, God has sent a Samaritan, a good Samaritan your way. I am a good Samaritan. That's why I'm sharing with you this message. God has sent me to you this morning that regardless of how broken you are, regardless of how wounded you are, there is an inn for you. There is a place for you. There is a room for you. There is a place, there is a space for you that you can go to and begin to receive healing. That place is the church. That place is the church. That place is the presence of God. That place is the throne of grace where you can run to this morning and experience healing and restoration in your life. Hear this good Samaritan this morning. You don't have to die by the roadside. You don't have to die in your pain. You don't have to die, you know, you know, in your wounds and in your brokenness. There is a place that you can run to and you can be able to receive healing and restoration this morning. You know, your bleeding is not unto death if you can just release yourself and let go of this pain. Your bleeding is not unto death if you can just allow the good Samaritan to guide you to this place, take you to the inn, a place where you can receive healing in the name of Jesus Christ. And so this morning, we're going to pray for several things before I take you to the next room. We're going to pray for several things in this story. It's a very powerful story. And I believe that God is going to bring healing in your life in the name of Jesus. If you are here that you are hurt and you're hurting, I want you to determine that after this prayer that you're going to receive healing in the name of Jesus. If you are here and you're broken and you're bleeding, I want you to believe that after this prayer that you're going to be restored in the name of Jesus Christ. If you're in this prayer, in, the, in this prayer meeting today and you're listening to me right now, I want you to determine that from today, as soon as we are done with this prayer, that you're going to stand, you're going to move, you're going to continue with your journey, you're going to pursue your destiny, you're going to pursue your vision, you're going to love again, you're going to do the things that you are not able to do before because of the wounds and because of the brokenness that you had experienced in the past. You have to determine that you're going to bounce back. You're going to kiss goodbye to your heart. You're going to kiss goodbye to your pain. You're going to kiss goodbye to the brokenness that you have been having in your heart because of your past experiences or because of what people have done in your life. You have to determine today to move ahead, to move on in the name of Jesus Christ. You have to determine today to break free in the name of Jesus. I pray for you and I declare over your life today that you will break free from that pain. You will break free from that heart in the name of Jesus. I want to declare to you that you will not die by the roadside because of being clobbered by life, because of being clobbered by betrayal, because of being clobbered by past experiences in the name of Jesus. You're going to pick yourself up from that roadside and you're going to journey, you're going to move on, you're going to keep on moving to the things and to the places that God has ordained for you because there is an inn for you. 
There is an inn for you. There is a place of restoration for you. There is a place of healing for you. There is a place that your wounds can be, can be healed. There is a place that your heart can be erased. There is a place that your brokenness can be mended. There is a place that you can receive new wine and new oil for your wounds so that you may be able to bounce back in the name of Jesus Christ. The devil is a lie. He has been telling you that you can never recover. You can never love again. You can never have a life. You can never laugh again. You can never have peace. You can never, you can never sleep soundly again. The devil is a liar. It's a lie from the devil. I came here to tell you like a good Samaritan. As a good Samaritan, I came to speak to you and let you know that your wounds can be healed. I want you to know that your bleeding can be stopped. I want you to know that your brokenness can be mended in the name of Jesus. There is a room for you. There is a room for you to, uh, to be restored. There is a room for you to recuperate. There is a room for you to bounce back in the name of Jesus. There is room for you to bounce back. There is room for you to recuperate. There is room for you to be healed again. There is room for you to be restored. And there is room for you to love again. And so I don't want you to give up. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. You can do it again. You can bounce back again. I know you've been clobbered. I know you've been beaten. I know you're frustrated. I know you are down to the floor, to the ground. I know you are eating dust right now. But let me tell you, you can pick yourself up because I'm a good Samaritan sent to you to preach to you good news and to let you know that God is not yet done with you yet. He wants to separate you so that he may bring healing in your life. Jehu, you don't have to hang around broken people anymore. You don't have to be in the common room. My goodness, I wish I had time to go deeper in this. You know, there was a man in, 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 uh, in the Bible who was at the pool called Bethesda. He was in a common room. He was in an area. He was in an environment which was full of sick people like him. Those who are broken, those who are blind. And the man had an infirmity for 38 years. And he was in this environment that was full of sick people. And many of us, because of being broken, because of being hurt, because of being betrayed, because of our upbringing, we have surrounded ourselves with people who look like us. We are in a common room surrounded with people who look like us. You have looked for people who are betrayed. Those are your friends. You have looked for people who have been hurt. Those are your friends. You have looked for people who have been betrayed and they have become your friends. You have looked for people who had a nasty past and they have become your friends. And so you are surrounded with all these people who have the same issues that you have, who, have, who are going through what you're going through, who are broken like you, who are hurting like you, who are wounded like you, who are frustrated like you, who are depressed like you. And so you are in this environment that has no hope. You are in this environment that is full of bleeding. Everybody is bleeding. There is blood splashed all around you. And that is all that you see. Jesus today, God today, he's telling you that you have to come out of that common room. You have to come out of that environment because there is an inn that has been prepared for you. There is a place that has been prepared for you, a place for your healing, a place for you to recuperate, a place for you to bounce back so that you may become what God has ordained for you. My goodness, I came as a Samaritan woman to pick you from that common room. I came as a safari, Samari, Samaritan woman to be able to push you, not safari, Samaritan woman, to push you from that place to the inn, to the place that God wants to perform surgery in your heart. I want to move you to a different environment. I want to 
move you to the inn. I want to move you to a place of your healing. I want to move you to the place where you're going to experience hope, where your hope is going to be rekindled again. Come out of that common room full of people who are complaining, who are crying, who are cursing, who are bleeding, who are broken, who are an emotional wreck and move to the inn because that is where your healing is. May separation take place in your life this morning. May separation take place in your life this morning. I speak to every Jehu in this house. I speak to every Jehu who is watching me right now. I speak to every Jehu right now. It's time for your separation. There is an inn that is waiting for you. There is an inn that is waiting for you. You have hung around broken people for too long. They have not helped you. They have pushed you deeper and deeper in your misery, in your pain, in your frustration. They have even changed your language. You are now cursing. They have changed your language. You're now speaking hopelessness. They have changed your language. You don't see a way out of your situation. Move out of that common room. Move out of that environment. Move out of, this, of, the, of that place because there is an inn for you. There is an inn for you. There is an inn for you. There is a place of healing for you. There is a place of restoration for you. There is a place of revival for you. There is a place of you recuperating from all your wounds and all the hurts that life has cost you in the name of Jesus Christ. It's time for your separation in Jesus' name. My goodness, we need to pray right now. We need to pray right now. I feel the anointing of God already in this place. We need to pray right now. I want you to raise up your voice. I don't know where you are this morning, but there is an in for you right now. I want you to pray. I want you to release yourself to God right now. The pain you're going through, I want you to release it to God right now. God wants to heal you. God wants to restore you. God wants to turn your life around in the name of Jesus. Raise up your voice right now and begin to pray. I want you to open up your heart to God. God is taking you to the inn. God is taking you to the inn, to the place for your healing. Please don't resist the wooing and the pulling of the Holy Ghost to that place. I know you are alone in your room. I know you are alone in your living room. Wherever you are, I know you are alone. I want you to open up your heart. I want you to expose your wounds to God. I want you to expose your pain. Expose your pain to God right now and tell him to touch you. Tell him to heal you. Tell him to restore you in the name of Jesus. I want you to tell him, oh God, this is the last day that I'm going to hang around people who are broken people who are frustrated, people who are cursing because of what they have gone through. I am moving to the end. I want you to perform surgery in my heart. I want you to change. I want you to heal my brokenness. I want you to heal my emotions. I want you to heal my mind. Somebody, wherever you are, raise your voice and begin to pray right now in the name of Jesus. You are stepping into the end. You are stepping into the end. There is an inner room for you. You are stepping into the end, a place of your healing, a place of your restoration, a place that God wants to heal your wounds. God wants to heal your wounds. God wants to restore you this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. God wants to heal your brokenness. God wants to stop your bleeding. It doesn't matter how deep the wound is. It doesn't matter how broken you are. It doesn't matter for how many years the wound has persisted in your life. Today is your day of healing. Today is your day of deliverance in the name of Jesus. You will not die in that mess. You will not die in that pain. You will not be 
killed by the wounds. You will not die because you are anemic. In the name of Jesus, the devil is a liar. God is stopping the bleeding this morning. God is stopping the pain this morning. God is healing the brokenness. Yes, in your life this morning, in the name of Jesus. My God, my God, come on, lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray in the name of Jesus. For those people who have hurt you, pray for healing right now. In the name of Jesus, you have been disappointed. You have been betrayed. You have been, uh, you have been, you have been uh, stabbed in the back by people that you trusted, that by people that you stood with, by people that you supported, and you thought that they will support you as well. Yes, there is an in for you. There is an in for you. There is an in for you. There is a place of healing for you. And that place, God has opened the doors for you this morning. You can step on in. You can come in and find healing for your soul in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody lift your voice and pray. Today you must be healed. Today you must break away from your past. Today you must break away from your wounds. Today you must break away from your brokenness. In the name of Jesus, today you must overcome your wounds. Today you must stop the bleeding in your heart. Today you must bring healing to your emotions. In the name of Jesus, today healing must take place in your mind. In the name of Jesus, you have to be whole today. You have to be healed today. You have to be restored today. Oh yes, your life must go to another level today because your wounds are being healed. Your brokenness is being healed. The bleeding is being stopped in the name of Jesus. Yes, today, today marks a new beginning in your life in the name of Jesus. Because yesterday, I prophesy, yesterday you cried your last tear. You will not cry again. You will not weep again. You will not be disgusted by what happened in the past again in the name of Jesus. Because God is taking you to a place of healing. You are accessing the end. You are accessing the inn where oil will be poured on your wounds, where wine will be poured on your wounds. You are accessing the inn in the name of Jesus, where your wounds will be taken care of, where your brokenness will be taken care of. In the name of Jesus, the balm of Gilead, of the balm of Gilead, the balm of Gilead is in the inn. The balm of Gilead is waiting for you in the inn to bring healing and restoration in your life in the name of Jesus my God my God your heart is being healed Oh, Brandalabashita, your heart is being healed I want you to pray for your heart right now I want you to pray for your heart <coughs> there are many people here their hearts are broken I want you to pray for your heart that your heart is being healed right now in the name of Jesus every brokenness every bleeding every pain you feel in your heart receive healing as you pray right now in the name of Jesus God is healing your heart God is healing every broken heart in this place in the name of Jesus your heart has been crushed to powder your heart has been broken into pieces you have no more strength to learn 
nerve. You have no more strength to trust with your heart. But I decree you are receiving healing in your heart right now. In the name of Jesus. As you step into the inn. As God is separating you from all these folks who are broken. And they are cursing. And they are regretting. And they are negative. Their perspective is negative. He's bringing healing to your heart this morning. In the name of Jesus. Oh my God. Healing is coming to your heart. Healing is coming to your heart. It's flowing like a mighty river. It's flowing like a mighty river. It's flowing like cold water on a thirsty soul. In the name of Jesus, God is moving into every crevice of your heart to bring healing and restoration. In the name of Jesus, God is touching every angle of your heart. God is touching every part of your heart. He's bringing healing and restoration right now. In the name of Jesus, yes, as you pray, healing is coming. 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 Every form of brokenness in your heart. As you pray, healing is coming in the name of Jesus. I don't know what has broken your heart. I don't know what you went through that broke your heart. But let me tell you, you have just stepped into the inn where God's power is available. Where God's healing is available. Where oil and wine is available to bind your wounds. To bind your wounds. To stop the bleeding. To take care of your pain receive healing even as you step into the in this morning in the name of Jesus every heart that is broken every heart that is uh, that is bleeding every heart that is in pain may you receive healing this morning even as you pray in the name of Jesus yes yes oh yes you will love again you will trust again you will embrace people again because God is healing your heart this morning in the name of Jesus. You are being separated for healing. You are being separated for healing. You are being separated for healing. There are people here, your heart is congested. Your heart is blocked because it's full of bitterness. It's full of pain. It's full of resentment. God is unclogging the arteries of your heart right now in the name of Jesus. God is flashing every undesirable feeling, undesirable emotion out of your heart right now. In the name of Jesus, God is flashing pain out of your heart, fear out of your heart right now. In the name of Jesus, places in your heart that had been congested and blocked and choked by pain and, 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 and resentment. Today, God is unblocking the arteries of your heart. God is unblocking, yes, the spaces of your heart so that you may love again, so that you may be joyful, so that you may have peace again in the name of Jesus. Oh my goodness. Healing for every heart. Healing for every heart. Healing for every heart right now. In the name of Jesus. Healing for every heart right now. In the name of Jesus. Because there is a purpose you have to fulfill. There is a destiny you have to fulfill. You have not finished the journey. You can't die halfway through. You can't die by the roadside. Oh, there is a destination that is awaiting for you. And you have to get there. You have to get there. You have to get there. You have to arrive. Because you are on your way somewhere. You have to arrive 
The pain cannot stop you halfway through. The pain, the pain, the brokenness cannot stop you halfway through. You have to finish the journey. Oh my goodness, I prophesy that you will finish that journey in the name of Jesus because God is healing your heart. He is healing your heart. I want you to pray for your mind. There are people here, their minds are messed up because of what they went through. Their minds are warped because of what they went through. Pray for your mind right now in the name of Jesus. If possible, you can touch your head right now or oh, as a prophetic sign and begin to pray for your mind. There are people here, your minds have been messed up because of what you went through. Your minds have been your mind has been messed up because of your upbringing. You can't think straight and you can't think clear. Your mind is messed up. You used to have fantastic ideas. You used to be creative, but because of the pain, because of being clobbered by betrayal, because of being clobbered in relationships, your mind has been messed up. I want you to pray that you will have a magnificent mind. I want you to pray that God will renew your mind this morning in the name of Jesus, that your ideas will come back. Your creativity will come back. Your ability to think clear will come back in the name of Jesus. Father, as I touch my mind, I pray for those whose minds have been messed up by their past, by their experiences, by their friends, by the things that they have gone through, by their upbringing. I pray that may you heal their minds right now in the name of Jesus. Every mind that has been worked, every mind that has been corrupted, every mind that has been reformatted. Today I pray that may God renew your mind in the name of Jesus. May God reset your mind in the name of Jesus. May God reboot your mind this morning in the name of Jesus. May God yes, flush out every bad memory, every memory that brings pain and shame in your heart. May God deal with it. May God terminate it in your mind right now in the name of Jesus. Every mind that has been warped, every mind that has been messed up, every mind that cannot think straight because of your upbringing, because of your past experiences, because of your betrayal. Today I pray that may God touch that mind in the name of Jesus Christ. Every mind that can't think straight, every mind that cannot think, that cannot come up with great ideas because of past experiences. I pray for your healing this morning. Yes, step into the inn and receive healing right now in the name of Jesus. May your mind be renewed. May your mind be renewed. May your mind be renewed right now in the name of Jesus. May your mind be renewed. Father, renew our minds. Renew our minds. Renew our minds. Reboot our minds. Reset our minds in the name of Jesus Christ. May we have the mind of Christ this morning. May we have the mind of Christ this morning. May we have a magnificent mind this morning. I pray that we shall not be conformed to this world, to the standards of this world. We shall not be conformed to the opinions of this world, but we shall renew our minds as we step into the inn. May our minds be renewed in the name of Jesus. Touch every mind here that is broken. Touch every mind here that has been warped. <coughs> 
because of a past experience in the name of Jesus. Touch every mind here that is not thinking straight because of a past experience in the name of Jesus. Father, as we step into the inn, let something take place in our minds right now in the name of Jesus. Healing, 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 healing for every mind, restoration for every mind right now in the name of Jesus. My God, my God. And Father, I pray, release great ideas, release great ideas so that we may arrive at our destination. Father, I pray for somebody here. My God, I feel this in my spirit. I, I pray for somebody here who was on their way somewhere, who was on their way to their destiny and something happened and their mind, their mind was messed up and so their mind is full of confusion. I pray for them right now. Let there be clarity. Let there be clarity. They cannot die on their way to their destiny in the name of Jesus. They cannot be stuck in that mess in the name of Jesus. Let there be clarity right now. Clarity right now. Clarity right now in their mind in the name of Jesus. Clarity right now in their mind in the name of Jesus as they step into their in, as they come into this space of healing and, re re and restoration. May their minds be healed that they may come back to their original vision. They may come back to their original vision. They may commit themselves to their original vision and they may complete the journey in the name of Jesus. Every form of confusion, every form of fear in your mind mind and rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. Every form of confusion in your head right now and rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Someone here you've been so confused because of what you went through. You can't think clear. I disperse every form of confusion in your head, in your mind right now in the name of Jesus Christ. May you receive healing in your mind. May you receive healing in your mind. Mind. May you receive healing in your mind. My God, in the name of Jesus, may you have the mind of Christ. In the name of Jesus, restoration. May restoration take place in your mind right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, step into the inn. Step into the inn. Step in your inn right now. Come into the inn right now. The Holy Spirit is pulling you into the inn right now. You can't hang around people who stopped thinking. You can't hang around people's who, people whose thinking is warped. You can't stand around people who have small dreams. Yes, it's time for you to come to the inn where God is waiting for you so that he may give you big dreams big dreams so that you can dream again, so that you may continue to travel mentally to the place that God has ordained for you. My God, that is powerful. So that you may continue to travel mentally to your destination. You may begin to visualize your destination. You may begin to have great imaginations concerning the places that God is taking you in the name of Jesus. For the Bible says, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. God will place every form of confusion oh yes with clarity with clarity with clarity with clarity concerning your destiny concerning your destination because you have to finish the journey you have to finish the journey you have to finish the journey you can't die halfway through you have to finish the journey in the name of Jesus Christ my goodness my goodness lastly I want you to pray for healing emotionally 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 Emotionally. There are people who are broken emotionally. There are people who are a 
wreck emotionally. Your emotions are broken. Your emotions are messed up until you don't know how to express them. Sometimes you break down and you don't even understand why you're breaking down. You cannot control yourself. Sometimes you burst out in anger and, 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 and it has costed you your job. It has costed you relationships. It has costed you so many things because you just burst out in anger and wrath and you surprise people who are around you. You are broken emotionally but there is healing in the inn for you, for your emotions. Emotions. Your emotions can be healed. Your emotions can be healed. Your emotions can be healed. Father, every man, every woman that is an emotional wreck, may they receive healing right now because they have stepped into the inn in the name of Jesus. May they receive healing right now. Receive healing for your emotions. Any emotional outburst that is caused by betrayal, that is that is caused by your past painful experiences. I speak healing over your emotions right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, you went through an experience that has messed up your emotions. You went through a circumstance that has messed you emotionally. I pray for your healing right now. I pray for your healing right now. I pray for God to heal your emotions. I pray for God to bring health to emotions right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, my goodness, I'm out of time, but pray for healing in your emotions. And also pray another thing, for healing in your body. There are people, because of what they went through, even their body has been affected. They are sick in their body. They have high blood pressure. They have sleepless nights. They have to take pills to sleep. They have to play music in the background for them to sleep. They are full of fear, and their body is because of a painful past experience that they went through. Their body has been affected. Their ears have been affected. Their, 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 their hormones have been affected. There's something wrong. You cannot stop getting to your destination because of the feebleness of your body. Speak healing on your emotions and speak healing on your body right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I speak healing right now in the emotions of your people. I speak healing on their bodies right now. Restore them, oh God. Restore them, oh God. They cannot quit halfway through the journey because of the pain in their emotions, because of the pain in their bodies, because of the pain in their head, because of the pain in their hearts. In the name of Jesus, release healing. Father, they are in the inn. Pour oil on their bodies. Pour wine on their bodies. Heal their wounds, O oh God. Heal their wounds right now in the name of Jesus. Take their pain away in the name of Jesus Christ and restore them this morning. Restore them this morning. Restore them this morning. Every person, every man, every family that is bleeding and broken. I pray for healing right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh yes, every situation that has destabilized their bodies, that has destabilized them emotionally, that has destabilized their minds, that has destabilized their hearts. I pray for healing right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing right now in the name of Jesus. May your heart be healed. May your mind be healed. May you be healed emotionally. May you be healed in your body in the name of Jesus. I proclaim over your life today you will not die by the roadside. <clears throat> it doesn't matter how many people have neglected you. It doesn't matter how many people 
have distanced themselves from you. It doesn't matter how many people have rejected you and they've decided not to help you. I am a good Samaritan this morning. I'm introducing you to the ultimate Samaritan, ultimate good Samaritan. His name is Jesus. He is our healer. May he heal. May he release healing upon your mind, upon your heart, upon your body, and upon your emotions. This morning in the name of Jesus, receive healing in Jesus' name. Where it is hurting, receive healing right now in the name of Jesus. Where you are broken, receive healing right now in the name of Jesus. Where you have experienced your greatest frustration, receive healing right now in the name of Jesus. Where you are bleeding, may the bleeding stop right now in the name of Jesus. We pour the oil of the anointing, the, the anointing oil of the Holy Ghost upon that wound in the name of Jesus Christ. We speak restoration. We speak restoration. We speak healing. We speak restoration upon your life this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. My God, my God, be healed right now. I hope you're receiving. You're receiving the healing right now in the name of Jesus. If you are here and you're not in any way affected, but you know someone, I want you to stand on their behalf and just claim healing for them in the name of Jesus. Some of you, it is your brothers, it is your sisters, it is your family. You know somebody in your family. It might be your brother or your sister or your parents. They are broken. Yes, they are bleeding. May you receive healing on their behalf in the name of Jesus. Send that healing their way right now in the name of Jesus. May your father be healed. May your mother be healed. May your siblings be healed. May your children be healed in the name of Jesus. Anybody in your circle that you know that has been clobbered by life, that has been clobbered by their past experiences, that they are bleeding because of what they went through. They have been betrayed. Yes, and they are stuck in pain. Yes, we release healing over their lives this morning in the name of Jesus. May they be healed. May they be restored. May they be healed. May they be restored. May they step into the in that God has prepared for them and may they begin to partake of the healing that is in that place in the name of Jesus. I proclaim to you today that you're moving from the roadside to the inn. God is moving you from the roadside, a place of pain, anguish, a place of bleeding to a place of healing in the name of Jesus. Occupy your inn this morning. Step into your inn this morning. Enjoy the blessings of your inn this morning. Enjoy the healing that is in the inn this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. No more pain for you. No more bleeding for you. In the name of Jesus. No more hopelessness for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. From today you begin a new chapter. You open a new season in your life in the name of Jesus. I proclaim over your life your past will not bother you anymore. It will not make you cry. It will not make you lose sleep at night in the name of Jesus. What people did to you that hurt you, that disappointed you will never bother you again in the name of Jesus. What was said about your life that has been bothering you for years from today, I disconnect you from the power of those negative words in the name of Jesus Christ. What you went through that was not palpable 
unpalatable, what you went through that destabilized you emotionally, that brought sicknesses to your body. Today, I disconnect you from it in the name of Jesus. May you be separated from that pain. May you be separated from that frustration. May you be separated from the consequences of the past, of your past upbringing that was not desirable in the name of Jesus. Be free this morning. Be free this morning. Be free this morning. Be healed this morning. And I proclaim over your life that you will complete the journey. You will complete the journey. You will apprehend your destiny. You will reach your destination in the name of Jesus Christ. The devil is a liar. He will not kill you halfway through. You will fulfill your destiny. You will reach at your destination. This man was on his way somewhere. You are on your way somewhere. You will not die halfway through. You will reach your destination in the name of Jesus. You will access your destiny in the name of Jesus. You will arrive safely in the name of Jesus. You will arrive into, uh, into your destiny and you will fulfill your purpose. You will carry out your mission here on earth in the name of Jesus. Receive that blessing. Receive that blessing. Receive that blessing. And I proclaim what used to make you cry. It will not make you cry anymore in the name of Jesus. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed in the name of Jesus Christ. I proclaim that you are healed in the name of Jesus. I proclaim that you are healed in Jesus' name. You are healed in your heart. You are healed in your mind. You are healed emotionally. And you are healed in your body in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we give you praise. And Father, we give you glory. We magnify your name for taking us into the inn and for healing all our wounds, taking away our pain in the name of Jesus. Bless your people. And I pray that they will be healed and healed indeed. In Jesus' name we pray. And we all shout a big amen in the name of Jesus Christ. My goodness. Somebody give God praise and glory in this place. In the name of Jesus Christ. My God, my God. Bless him and glorify his name in the name of Jesus. Now I want you to know as I finish that when this guy left the inn, he left the inn healed. And I'm sure he continued with his journey and he was able to do what he had set out to do. You might experience a setback. You might be stopped on the way. But let me tell you, now that you have stepped into the inn, you are going to finish your journey. You are going to apprehend your destiny. You are going to arrive where you are going in the name of Jesus. I am talking to people that will arrive in the name of Jesus. I see you at the arrival point in the name of Jesus. You will arrive at your destination. You will apprehend your destiny. You will arrive at your destination in the name of Jesus. Nobody will die. Yes, on the road to their destiny. You will not be a casualty of destiny in the name of Jesus. You will arrive. I want you to type in the comment section there that I will arrive at my destination. Make that pro proclamation, that prophetic statement right now that I will arrive at my destination in the name of Jesus. Because you are coming from the inn. 
you are coming from the inn. I will arrive at my destination in the name of Jesus. You will arrive because your wounds have been healed. Your heart has been taken away. You have been healed mentally. You have been healed emotionally. You have been healed physically. And your heart has been healed as well in the name of Jesus. I will arrive. I will finish. I will arrive at my destination. I will finish the journey in the name of Jesus. I'm not dying in this state. I'm not dying in this circumstance. I'm not dying in this place. I will finish my journey. I will arrive at my destination in the name of Jesus Christ. My goodness. Wow. That is powerful. Wow, 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 wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I still have two more rooms to give you. And so I'll give you, I'll give you that tomorrow. I'll see if I can do. I'll see what I'll do. But I still have two that I have that I'll give unto you. And we're going to pray in the name of Jesus. By the time we are done, you will access all these rooms that we are talking about in the name of Jesus. You will access all these rooms that we are talking about in the name of Jesus. I see you in these rooms, the inner room, now the inn, in the name of Jesus. You are blessed and highly favored. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazutechero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.